Hi everyone, it's Halloween Girl. So today's podcast episode is going to be one of my favorite things um, that I fell in love with when I was a little girl. Um, I, I guess I kind of fell in love with it when I first saw The Ring in 2002. So I thought I would talk about haunted lighthouses. So I have gathered up lots of information to share with y'all for a spooky haunted lighthouse episode. <laughs> so um, I hope you enjoy this. Um, also, I am terrible with pronouncing a lot of words. So just bear with me. <laughs> I'm just I'm just so bad sometimes. Like I'll say weird things that are not even how you're supposed to pronounce them, but I try my best. <laughs> Um, but that's okay. So, um, yeah, so there may be some words I'll just, like, shorten up because, um, I just, I don't know, like, I just don't want to be too funny and stuff in a spooky, like, podcast, which I have. Alright, so, alright, so this one, the first one, is called, I'm gonna call it the Tilla Lighthouse. So, this one is, um, actually in the Oregon coast. So, so this one apparently, um, the terrible Tilly earned her nickname long before th this Oregon lighthouse sent um, its first beam of light. In 1879, a mason sent to the for forbidding rock on which the Tilla lighthouse was to be constructed got swept into the um, seas and stuff. So like, it's really sad when that happens. Then less than a month before workers completed construction, the bodies of 16 sailors washed up on the rock after their ships sank in heavy fog. That's so sad. The lighthouse finally opened after 575 days of toil and often unforgiving weather and pounding surf to guide ships going to and from the mouth of um, the Columbia, I'm sorry, river around dangerous, um, yeah, that's like, can't even imagine. Um, the early lighthouse keepers were teams of four men, no women um, and children were allowed at the time, living isolated lives one, lives, I'm sorry, um, 1.2 miles offshore, storms battered the tower, um, shattered the limbs, and frayed nerves. That's Oh, it sounds so terrible. The lighthouse was shut down in 1957 and later used to store urns of cremated human remains until the practice was stopped in 1999. Now empty and unused, Terrible Tilly houses only its ghosts, including the spirit of a former keeper who couldn't stay away. Um, and also, apparently, too, Terrible Tilly has actually saved ships but cost one worker's life. Um, one of the most notorious and yet fascinating of the sea-swept um, sentinels in the world. So, yeah, so it's really cool about this one. Um, the next one is none other than the Texas. I, um, I always, I always love to talk about Texas because um, I'm from the South, Texas and stuff originally. So, um, I thought it's crazy living near the beach like all my life and stuff. Um, I don't, I don't live near the beach right now. But all my life, I've um, I've lived so close to the beach, and I never once have seen a lighthouse in my entire life ever. So I hope that um, someday um, one of my 
one of my goals in life is to see a lighthouse in person and have like a ghost tour or like a ghost story about whatever lighthouse it is. Um, but my dream lighthouse that I would love to see is the one that was in the movie The Ring. So I will definitely be talking about that go little, just one little ghost story that I found that I thought would be really spooky to share. Um, so I would love to see at least one in my lifetime. Doesn't it doesn't matter if it if it's not the one in the ring, but I would love to see one. So I'm really sad that I never got to like see any um, living so close to the beach and stuff. Um, so anyways, uh, moving on. This one is um, apparently um, it's it's kind of like on the Texas and Louisiana border. I want to say. Um, so it's um. Forgive me if I mispronounce this. So this one is called the Sabine Pass Lighthouse. So this lighthouse was built in 1857 and served as a beacon to passing ships for many years, up until around the time of World War II, in fact. Now it's deserted and elements are slowly taking over. Some say it's still occupied with something or someone from another time, according to an article that appeared in the Port Arthur News on October 29, 1992. The lighthouse always has had a ghostly appearance dating back to the 1930s when the captain of a tanker complained uh, the lighthouse could not be distinguished in the early morning fog. In 1932, the tower was repainted with um, black and white horizontal bands 10 feet apart. It is said that the caretaker back in the early 1950s asked to be removed from his job. This was after he saw the specter of a man wearing a suit with um, bold brass buttons and a cap that looked like the uniform of a former lighthouse keeper. Oh, so spooky! I would, I would, I would be so scared if like seeing like a lighthouse keeper like was not alive anymore and stuff. Um, it was presumed this was um, the ghost of a former keeper of the lake. Then a daughter of a former keeper once said once um, that she had seen a huge thing with round, red, glowing eyes. It was covered with fur, and she. Um, thought it was like an evil swamp monster at one point um, who didn't want people intruding upon his swamp area and uh, the president of the Port Arthur um, Historical Society Sam Monroe said he believed that the ghost um, had inhabited um, the house and is a figure of a soldier actually that um, was killed during um, the battle um, a long time ago um, during the, I guess the battle of the Sabine Pass um, so Monroe um, expressed a belief that the ghost was um, was both harmless and um, just like very um, just there all the time. So um, apparently, uh, there have been a few sightings in recent times since no one lives at the lighthouse anymore. Some people want the house restored, uh, while others want to tear it down. Um, the ownership actually moved from Texas to Louisiana. So parts of the huge light that once served as a beacon to ships um, sailing off the coast are now in storage, waiting to um, someday dis be displayed at the Museum of the Gulf Coast. Uh, today, the old lighthouse sits um, alone and its um, tiny, like, windswept spit of land, the big windows that once housed the life-saving lights look um, like empty eyes gazing sadly out to sea. The once... Um, bold stripes have almost disappeared as well um and so yeah it is really sad and like just stuff like that just kind of disappears um apparently also too um there was somebody who actually said that their grand their great 
grandfather was actually named um, Stephen Hill, and he was actually a lighthouse keeper there at this lighthouse for many years, and he died in 1913. And so apparently, too, um, a lot of people have said that this man um, is apparently the same ghost that people have seen. Um, and I, there, I think, I think this, um, the, the, I guess, like, great grandkids, um, have said that, um, they have shown pictures of, of their great grandfather, and people have said, that's the ghost I've seen at this lighthouse. So, it is really, really spooky and really, really creepy, because they have no idea, I mean, who knows, like, I mean, like, just showing someone, a stranger, a picture, and then automatically they're like, yes, that's, that's the person, and it's, it's so wild to me, and so scary, actually, so, um, all right, so the last two, and then we're gonna go really, really fast with, like, some mentions of just haunted lighthouses, just quick, quick ones, so, um, the lighthouse based, um, that's in the rain, um, the horror movie in 2002, um, there was a ghost tale of, um, Back way way back in the day, originally um, it was actually published. This ghost story was actually published in the local paper as a short story in 1899. It is involved the daughter of, of a mythical lighthouse keeper actually going missing here after the lighthouse was shut down, and then a pool of blood being discovered with her um, handkerchief nearby. Ever since then, she um, has haunted the area. Weird lights were supposedly seen. Um, up there at the lighthouse, um, but that was simply odd lighting effects caused by city lights. The distant lighthouse, um, you can, like, see, like, I guess, like, there's a lot of fog around it, too, so at nighttime, it just, it looks really spooky. So, this lighthouse, I, of course, I cannot, I cannot pronounce the word right, and I don't want to say it, because I don't know how I'm saying it right, um, but it starts with a Y, and, um, y'all can look at, um, The Ring, The Lighthouse, that is in The Ring, um, horror movie, 2002, and, um, y'all will see this lighthouse that I'm talking about, um, so yeah, so there's that one, and then also, too, the other one, um, I did want to quickly, quickly talk about it, because I thought it was really interesting, um, so there is another lighthouse in Texas, um, uh, I believe it is in Texas. It's kind of like near Galveston, kind of around that area. So the Point uh, Bolivar, I, I'm, I always say like, if, I, if there's like a Spanish name and something, I'll like pronounce it in Spanish. I think it's like my Spanglish and stuff. So anyways, um, this lighthouse was built in 1872, and the hurricane of 1900 devastated the area of the Point, Point Bolivar and Galveston. Despite the terrible storm, um, this lighthouse stood um, tall and faced winds of the hurricane. Over 120 people hid actually inside of the walls of the tower during the storm, and some of their lives were saved. So, like, I guess some, I would say, because there were more people, I guess, who didn't get to the chance to hide, but those that did hide actually did live. So, um, the light keepers um, have uh, manned the lighthouse until 1933 when it was um, decommissioned. The lighthouse changed hands several times before being sold to its current owners. Um, the lighthouse gives it a gloomy appearance, so it's a little bit um, kind of like spooky looking, I would say. Um, the ghosts that haunt the grounds of the lighthouse are those who did not survive, unfortunately, of the hurricane of 1900. Um, there are spirits who were some of the over 6,000 people who um, perished during the tragic event in the surrounding area. 
so that's really sad. Um, I can't even imagine during that time and how scary all of that was, um, especially in a hurricane and in Texas. Hurricanes are so scary in Texas um, and everywhere else, of course. Um, yeah, so I just, I don't know. I guess I guess living um, and so close to the beach that it just, um, it was really scary living near the coast area anywhere. I guess, um, anywhere you live, if you live near the coastline, it is, it's a bit spooky, but it's so beautiful because it smells so nice and stuff. All right, so this one um, that I'm going to be talking about, again, I'm so sorry about, like, not saying um, the right words and stuff. Um, so this one is um, the Ode Frisk um, Light Station on Lake um, Frisk, I, I guess, like, it's an island in Michigan, or I don't want to say island. Oh, isle, isle. Um, but anyways, okay. So um, apparently there's this light in the lighthouse that comes on every night, even though there's no electricity or any other source of light in the tower. And the U.S. Coast Guard lists it as an unidentified light. Um, Lorraine Paris refers to call it a spirit light. So that's a little spooky for sure. Um, the next one is, um, it is called the Plymouth Lighthouse on um, uh, Point near Plymouth, I guess. Um, so when Hannah Thomas's husband left his past at the light station um, to flight, to, I mean, not to flight, <laughs> I'm so sorry, ah, to fight in the Revolution War, Hannah took over his responsibilities as keeper. So when you visit um, the Burnett Point, you may see Hannah. Apparently, she is still watching for his return home. That's so sad. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of like the Mean Girl Hotel um, ghost story a little bit there. Like the, well, I guess like waiting for someone and then like never returning. Like, oh, it's just oh, so scary. Um, the next one is um, it's a lighthouse near Florence in Oregon. So this motherly ghost known as Rule haunts um, the um, Hosita Head Lighthouse as she mourns her lost home and child. In 1996, she was joined by a ghost named John who followed Carol and Mike Corgan, or maybe just their couch. So yeah, so there's that mention there. Um, the next one is in St. Augustine, Florida, and this is a St. Augustine lighthouse. So members of the St. Augustine Junior Service League have beautifully restored this light station, making it one of the best places to experience firsthand what it was like to be a lighthouse keeper. You may also experience firsthand a number of friendly spirits who are doing their part to bring the past to life at this historic site. So I guess, I guess that's kind of cool, just like getting a little like ghostly tour and stuff. Um, the next one is um, called the Battery Point Lighthouse, and it's in California. So this one, high tide floods the walkway um, between the mainland and the lighthouse at Battery Point. But even when the caretakers are temporarily cut off from civilization, they are never completely alone. The misty friends who live in the house always keep them company. So, yeah, misty friends, I guess they're ghosts, I would say. Um, the next one is um, the lighthouse in North Carolina, um, and is called um, 
the Tate Hotel Group Lighthouse. So um, at this lighthouse, a sign of a mysterious tragedy, um, apparently uh, this woman, she walks the shore in search of her lost portrait and the actual circumstances of her death remain unknown to this day. So, yeah, so I would, I would, that would be kind of interesting, kind of like just trying to find your picture somewhere and like just haunting an area and stuff and yeah, I can imagine that. Um, the other one is in, uh, it's near Georgetown, Maine and it's called the Seguin Island Lighthouse. Um, so this one, the friends of Seguin Island are restoring the light station and invite you to come stand. Watch here in the summer while you can scan the horizon for passing ships and you hear piano music. And if you listen carefully, you will realize you are hearing the same song over and over again. Now that would freak me out big time. Um, the next one is another one in Lake Michigan. It's the lighthouse on Lake Michigan. Um, so this one... Um, kind of like in the Upper Peninsula. So the captain of one of the Great Lakes ships um, was evidently found such wealth and refuge here that he decided to stay permanently. So there's like another quick little story right there. This one is, um, is the Old Port uh, Boca Grande Lighthouse in Gulf of Mexico, Florida. So this one, local residents um, rescued the old port uh, lighthouse from falling into the Gulf of Mexico and then worked hard to restore the historic um, structure's former glory, which undoubtedly um, had made this little girl who lives here very happy. When you visit the museum in the keeper's dwelling, see if you can hear her bouncing a ball upstairs. Like, I guess like a ghost child. <laughs> um, the next one is... Um, Um, I never say this, this state in the U.S. It's, I think it's called Maryland, Maryland. I always want to say Maryland. I used to, back when I was a little girl, I would always pronounce it as Maryland. And I would be like, oh, that's cool. Maryland. <laughs> um, but I think it's, I think it's Maryland, Maryland, I think. I don't know. Y'all can, y'all can let me know if I'm saying this right. Um, so this was a lighthouse near there. Um, St. Mary City. Um, so when keeper James Davis died, his wife Anne took over and continued um, to stand watch for 30 years at Point Lookout Lighthouse. Anne did not, um, di actually she did an exceptionally good job and may have remained at her post to make sure her lighthouse was taken care of properly. When you visit um, the Point Lookout Lighthouse, see if you, if you think current conditions meet Anne's high standards. Um, and then also, too, about, there's one in Minnesota, it's on Lake Superior, and it's called Split Rock Lighthouse. So this one, from its clifftop perch, um, this lighthouse guides, um, marine, uh, uh, marine, well, marine, oh, I can never say that word right, along this dangerous coastline, where iron, um, or, or, I'm sorry, makes compass needles, um, swing widely back and forth. Head keeper, um, Pete Young stood watch in the lantern room high above Lake Superior for the first time in 1910, and he may still be keeping watch. So, it was spooky. 
All right, y'all. So that's the end of the lighthouse, haunted lighthouse episode. So I hope you did enjoy this. I had so much fun recording this for y'all. Um, and I just, ah, oh, that's my dream in life is to see a haunted lighthouse in person and have like a ghost story um, being told near the lighthouse because I think that's so romantic, like seeing the ocean, a lighthouse, underneath the stars, and ghosts. That's so fun. <laughs> and especially if there's like more spooky stuff around. So yeah. So anyways, um, I hope I hope I get to experience that someday in life. Um, it's on my bucket list and so I have so many spooky dreams <laughs> that I definitely want to do so badly. So I hope I get to do a lot of them. Um, so yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this and um, if you ever do need a friend to talk to, you can reach me on my 7 Cups profile link in the description box below. And also too, I want to mention, um, I'm going to try my best, I'm going to try, 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 hopefully this year. Um, but I definitely wanted, um, people were asking about Little Pixie Reads on my podcast. Um, and I wanted to mention, I'm going to try to hopefully maybe record them with her costume on. Um, so I'm going to try that. Um, I definitely love dressing up as Spooky Little Pixie and then, of course, using a um, volume thing for the voice since it's supposed to be like this cute, spooky little like fairy, <laughs> apparently. So um, I definitely want to do some more reading, um, just like new poems that I come up with. Um, and so I'll hopefully, I'm not sure if I'll probably do more on my podcast. Um, or on YouTube per se, um, so I'll definitely keep y'all updated, um, what I'm thinking about with her, with the character and stuff, I want to say her, because it, it's me, though, like, I'm, I'm, of course, Spooky Little Pixie, but, um, the character-wise, um, I just, I, I really hope to do more reading, um, I loved the, um, writing stories, spooky little things, and sharing scary stories, um, in a, in a little pixie voice, um, for, um, ASMR, and I just thought it was so cute, and so I hope to do some more, um, so yeah, so it'll definitely, hopefully, either be on my podcast or on YouTube, so yeah, so if y'all also do have any other suggestions that y'all want to do, you can send them on my telem thingy, um, the anonymous website thingy, um, so I appreciate that, and, um, yeah, so y'all have a good night and good week, and I love you all so much, and don't forget that you are so strong, and to always keep going, because you are brave and amazing, and, um, until my next episode, I love you all, and stay spooky, adios, Mwah.